What's up? 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 Bank had bounce. Oh, bank had bounce. You just, I could not imagine you in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> you have big hair. What was you doing? Oh, I, I was playing with Furbies. I was playing with Furbies. Literally. Furbies and grape and grape toys from Hardee's. Like... Hey, grape toys? Yeah. Hardy used to have this grape toy collection with the guitar, with the shoes, with the hats. And Furbies used to talk to one another with their eyes. Um, <laughs> hmm. A grape collection. It wasn't yeah. like the California Raisins. It was the California Raisins, but they had shoes and guitars and stuff on them. Yeah, no. that's California Raisins. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, now, I know. Okay, all right. <laughs> and she. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We are back. We are back for another episode. Episode 12. Episode 12 in this hey. thing. Dad. This is our Pisces episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that good old Pisces. Our 360. Our 360. <laughs> we should have improved by now from where we were. You know what I'm saying? We done Absolutely. been around the sun a whole 12 times. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Speaking of talking about, what you want to talk about today? Buddy? We are discussing the iconic legendary Jennifer Hudson and her role as Aretha Franklin in the movie Respect. (sighs) R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And that's but you don't see me letters. though. <laughs> but you don't see me though. <laughs> but you don't see me though. You don't see me though. And let me tell you something. What? Those letters are in capital letters for a reason. They are respect is very important. <sighs> yes. <laughs> you know, you just think about that quote like you might not like me, but you gonna respect me. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why we say you're going to respect me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of respect, weren't mm-hmm. you weren't you in this movie? Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't you do something in this film? I sure did. I I worked four different scenes in this movie as an extra or back. Wait, 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 wait. We can make you an Easter egg. Tell us what scene so we can look for. Or give us two of them. You don't have to give us all four. Okay, so I was in the scene where a little Aretha transitioned into big Aretha. And they were, um, Martin Luther King was speaking at the church. And her dad got up on the podium because her dad was the pastor. And another scene that I was in was when she was recording her gospel album. And I forgot what location she was in. Um, in terms of city, but um, wait. Was, so, are you in the scene where she turned into Big Aretha? Like, was was that the same scene? Like, did they really do it? Not really do it like that, but like, did Jennifer go after the little girl? Like, were you there for that? Yeah. So, 
that whole day was a whole day of filming. Um, and shout out to Sky. Um, uh, Sky, what is her last name? But she's been in other movies, and she played Little Aretha as a girl from the beginning of the movie all the way up until that time in the church and then flashbacks throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And um, transition into Jennifer Hudson, and literally you go from Little Aretha to Big Aretha. And as you may or may not know, Aretha... Not you, personally, best friend, but <laughs> for people who have not had a chance to follow Aretha Franklin and her iconic career, um, literally, she spent most of her time in the church. And that in itself paved the way for her to become the legend and the icon that she is known as today. Um, I mean, also, at the beginning of the movie, that kind of reminded me of, like, me, when um, her dad was like, hey, come down here and perform for these folks right quick. Mm-hmm. Like, that was me at a house party in the 90s. Yes. Before, before I would dance, I would put a hat on the floor, and then I would start dancing. Yes. And they would just hit me and just give me all this money and stuff, and it mm-hmm. definitely, you know... That was like a ooh moment for me, but you know, she ain't get paid for it with no hat on no clothes. But whatever, it's cool, whatever. I can imagine you as a little boy. Well, I, I once was one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you smart ass. Okay, I know you were. <laughs> you know what? which kid I was. <laughs> But I could just imagine you. You're so happy as a man. And Mm -hmm. literally, like, it's just so refreshing to just imagine people how they are nowadays and reflect back and see how their childhood was. And I could just imagine you just bringing so much sunshine and laughter and cheerful spirits into a room. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I was definitely that. I feel like, like, were you that kid that stood up for the whole entire class? Uh, yeah. You give me that, like, well, <laughs> I feel like we maybe shouldn't have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would get in trouble a lot. Like, there was one time I stayed home from school. I mean, stayed at the schoolhouse from my dad because he drove buses and literally... Like, it was no phone calls to the house for me. It was literally my teacher meeting my father out on the bus ramps to tell him what I did in school that day. So, at the end of his bus route, if I got in trouble, oh, best believe I was going to know the front, the back, the sides of the bus. And, (laughs) yeah, my dad was in the military, so that explains a lot to the discipline that I received. Mm. Shout out to Well, at least, yeah. at least her dad wasn't like her dad, though, because sitting there making her like this show monkey for, you know, just like, listen, no matter what go on, you're going to sing. Yes. And, and that was traumatizing to see because it's like he did it for his profit and his gains, right. even at the discomfort of her. 
And when she didn't feel like doing it, she had to do it. There was no, like, I may be doing it. No, you're going to do it. But you know what? With with a lot of these, not to cut you off, but I was just thinking about, like, a lot of these movies are kind of exposing these fathers on, you know, really living out through their children. Like, you have Joe Jackson and then her dad is like this. Um, yeah. Somebody else's dad was really on them like that, too. Uh, Beyonce's dad? Yeah. Because but I was talking older people, but still, yeah. The show dads, they off the chain, man. Off the chain. And it's like, I, I posted something on social media the other day, and it's like, literally parents give your children the audacity to have their voice and do not stop them from using their voice because you do not know what that does to a child and a person at an early age if this person is always being told to shut up and do this and that and that and that like as a person and as an adult they're gonna be they're gonna shield themselves away from who they really are and I don't like when people show themselves away from their truest potential. It's very hurtful to see and watch and witness. So, yeah, parents, what I would, I'll go ahead. Parents, if your children want to do something, let them do it in, in right context. But if they don't want to do something and you're forcing them to do it, that's not okay. That's really not. And I'm not trying to tell people how to be parents, but we've seen it in the movie of her being uncomfortable in these situations. And literally, like, you got all these people that you're unaware of. You're being invited to sing in your own home. Right. If you like it or not, at the benefit of your father. Your father invites these big house parties and whatnot. And literally, they're all there for you. Because, granted, if she didn't come out, was the party going to continue without her? Nine times out of the ten. Yes, but it would not have been the same without her. Yeah, I think they, like, probably look forward to her coming. Like, they're de- like, I'm pretty sure that they were having a good time because, I mean, by the time she got downstairs, mother was lit. lit. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure the party definitely could have still went on had she not came down, but I feel like her dad was kind of like, listen, I done got some lick up in these folks. You're- they finna hear my baby. <laughs> they finna hear my baby. That's what this is. And trust me, when, when parents have... Uh, have to showcase their kids off and their kids are definitely true to their talent mm-hmm. it makes that parent just have the audacity to showcase them off to anyone because parents love having children who are talented Yeah, let's just give it up to the parents that just do and that's rightfully every parent but when a child is not comfortable doing it, don't make them do it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, you know, having been a child before, 
<laughs> parents aren't always right. Sometimes, like, they're wrong, but you almost feel like you can't really tell your parent, hey, you're wrong for that, or I didn't like that, or something like that, without them feel like you're being disrespectful. Right. Or, like, you know, basically trying to have a voice for yourself, and then they're like, no, you're not talking to me. What I did was wrong. Yeah. And, and so I could tell in wrong. that movie, there was a lot where, like, had she spoke up for herself, her dad kind of looked at her like, I'm sorry, um, did you did you say you got a voice? Because I thought we had you on mute. <laughs> I thought that's what we were doing. You only use your voice when you're told to. Right. And it's crazy. Not crazy, but it's unbelievable to see the marriage that she went through. You said marriage? The marriage. Didn't she get married? Oh, yeah, she did. She did, and her husband was very abusive towards her. Yeah. That he was he he kind of came at her like, um, like Ike a little bit, like, yeah. He he was another one where it was like, talk to me, don't talk to her. If you got something to say, you talking to me, because I'm gonna respond for her. I think for the both of us. Yes, and there was one time that I remember during the meet during the movie. Where her manager and her husband or boyfriend at the time knew what was going on with her schedule, with her tour. She didn't know nothing until she sat down at the table. That is dead as wrong. But, you know, a fair to say that's what happens with most music artists in general. Even, especially today, an artist will get in a room and they'll be like, wait a minute, this was planned without me? Like, y'all are basically telling me what to do. But that's why when a lot of people become artists, they lose it. There's such, yeah, I was gonna say, there's such, like, a hunger just for, like, the fame and the fortune and stuff that, like, people get over them so easily just because making it is all they care about. So it's like, you're gonna make it, but I'm gonna have all your money. Yeah. And so, yeah, th- people will see you and you'll have, you know, events and, yeah, you got a music video. But just know, <laughs> there's a whole nother side of this where you don't own nothing. Everything belongs to me. Like, music artists are one of, they're the people that easily get conned most of the times. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Everybody wants to use your image or brand or whatnot for their own game. And at right. the end of the day when you go home, it's like, damn, what do I have left for me? Or you see those situations where <clears throat> I think it happened to Nivea, not to get off topic, but I think it happened to Nivea where her manager pretty much um got a deal and then told them that she was gonna be working on the album. And then took that girl album money and just hit it. Nivea and Trina. See, that's something that's still coming to this day where, like, 
somebody else speaks for you or signs something for you or you're left out of the loop of your own deal. Of your own deal. And then you, like, you put out your album and it's like, and I'm speaking to the Trina situation, her A&R received the money and he conned her when he was supposed to be um, he was supposed to be uh, paying like producers and stuff and never did. So that is, that's so crazy how artists but, but rightfully in this movie it did highlight a lot of what the music industry did back in the day and yeah. that actually translates into what music industry professionals do nowadays. Definitely. It's definitely still like a like um it's like a foreshadowing of what goes on now. Yeah. Also, and it's only me, done worse. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about Marlon Wayne's given this film? Like the range of his acting and things like that. How do you feel he did in this particular film. I think he did great. I don't think I think he could have brought it a little bit more. Because let me just be fair. Forrest Whitaker brought it. He brought it like crazy. Heather Headley brought it like so I'm gonna commend him because this was a more serious role and we know him as like a funny guy and this was serious and also he had to change his voice kind of like Jennifer Hudson did too like where um there are certain ways that Arisa Arisa Aretha (laughs) would answer yeah, Arisi's pieces, but um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm done with you. That's how I would have made fun of her back in the day, like if I was in class, Arisi's pieces. But anyway, um, there's a certain way that like she talks, and when Jennifer Hudson would say certain things, like her answer would definitely. Hello. 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 Hey. Sorry about that. Somebody called to get. I have to let them in. I didn't know I could even answer the phone while I was on here. Sorry, y'all. Um, you know, quick break. But um, <laughs> yeah, like the way that she said certain things that sounded like Aretha, I was like, look at her really studying this lady. But little uh, known fact, Aretha actually handpicked Jennifer Hudson to play her. Mm-hmm. She said, "If I ever have a biopic or anything like that, I want you to play me." Yeah. So, and that's amazing. Like you have this person or this icon or this legend that you look up to. When mm-hmm. she did her audition for American Idol, because that's how she became known, right? She did Aretha Franklin in her audition, and for that the come full circle for her like wow yeah that- she she did the song um share your love with me 
Violate them. That is the power. That is the power of manifestation. Yeah. She um she also was uh, another known fact or little fact or whatever. She was one of the last people to hear from Aretha right before she passed. Mm. And she was just giving her like affirmations and stuff like that. Um, moving forward and then the next week she like transitioned so it was like Jennifer Hudson was she was meant to play this role she was meant and honestly it's crazy because you would think that Aretha Franklin and Jennifer Hudson was related but they are not yeah they are not two total different people and then also, um, didn't you say when they were filming any singing scenes, they were singing live? Yes. That's yes. crazy to me. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. makes the it makes the movie even more richer. Like I don't know, I'm gonna have to rewatch it now. Now that I know that she was singing live. That that wasn't no um and even the soundtrack is all Jennifer Hudson's vocals. And to listen to that, it's like, damn, Jennifer. Like, I know Jennifer was giving it before, but she's really bringing it. She's bringing down that house, literally. And um, I see some awards coming her way. Yeah. And, I see some awards coming her way. And, and you know, after she rapped, because this film wrapped uh, a year? No, no, no. Two years ago. And it kept on getting delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed um, because of COVID and the pandemic. And this movie has exclusive rights to be in theaters only right now. That says something in itself. Because most of these movies are doing like uh, streaming services at home. Oh, no, baby. Mm-mm. Aretha Franklin and Jennifer Hudson, this production staff said, you are going to have to come see us in a theater. We are not going to see you at home. That's respect right there. Well, it is on one of those streaming services, but it costs like $20. Well, still, that that's $20 is definitely... It's still your movie, movie ticket. Yeah. yeah. It's still a movie ticket. That would that would be the smarter thing to me, you know, for y'all trying to save coin out there. But um, I would buy it and then just put it on the big screen because you need something with like those Dolby speakers because the music in this movie is incredible. Yes, that voice is crisp. She hits every single note, man. Mm-hmm. Now that I know that, like, you know, she was singing live, I am, like, astonished by the fact that it sounded like that. Mm-hmm. And, and Sky, her vocals. Yeah, hers, too. Her vocals? Man. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. It is nothing like... It's nothing like auto-tune or nothing 
from my end that I hear, and I, I listen to a lot of different music, and you do too, but there's nothing auto-tune about them damn vocals. Like, them vocals, it's something that you must respect. What was the other thing you said that you were in that you shared with us? Um, I was in... I was in a Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King funeral scene, um, where she was, so in that part of the movie, um, they show clips of the funeral, Mm -hmm. and she was singing in the church, I was in that scene, and, um, another scene I was in, Jesus... Well, with that scene, with that scene, how close were you, like, were you, like, all the way in the back, were you? No, I was in the, maybe, third row to the left. Um, and Like, in the front? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were going to be in the back, like, Little Biscuit Head, number 54. (laughs) Little Biscuit Head. (laughs) I'm just like... (laughs) Literally, biscuit head. (laughs) (laughs) It's you sending it back, man. (laughs) Biscuit head, and you knew when you was leaving the church, you was getting some chicken and biscuits. Yep, biscuits and green beans. I mean, not greens. Greens. Yeah. Okay, so instead of being biscuit head number fifty four. You was biscuit head number thirteen. That's that's a, a huge stepper. If you was okay. on the third one, and I was biscuit head, and I'm proud to be biscuit head. So from this point on, I want you to call me biscuit head every episode going forward. Thank you. Oh, very that's much. not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a problem at all. But what I will say is a personal record that I need you to accomplish is go from biscuit head number thirteen. To number one, to okay. on our screens for real. All right, I'm gonna go from biscuit head number thirteen to one to being on the screen. I'm being <laughs> a big, I'm giving big biscuit head energy. Yeah, I need you to do. Um, let me see who you look like. I'm trying to give you a bio. <laughs> Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Prince. No, I can see you as Prince. I could see. I could see you as Prince. We've already talked about this secret, but we can't talk about it until later. Concerning mm. him, okay. no, we're gonna have to take. Uh, you know about it, but not everybody that listens to the podcast knows about that right now. So, yeah, I'm just still seeing you as Prince, man. Now I think you need to start wearing you some do rags. I'm gonna start. You know what? I've been looking at my hair lately. It's just growing like a lot of healthy growth. And, yeah. and I'm like, okay, let me let me look at some prints and let me get my ass sheets cut out of my pants. See, I was already <laughs> thinking like that was kind of the route that you were gonna go. And then I know that like he was purple, you're pink. That's like not that far away from each other. Yeah, but um, I was gonna say like, but you can't play the guitar. But Jennifer Hudson couldn't play the piano, and she actually took lessons just so 
she wouldn't know what she was doing when she was acting. Wow. So I guess you could take guitar lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you have to make it do what it do, you're going to make it do what it do. And that's all do what it do, period. I don't yeah. know. If I was yeah. acting, I would want it to be something like this. Like, let me get invested in somebody's life as opposed to, like, um, the guy that, like, was playing the joke at that time and, like, really went crazy. Yes. Yeah. And watching the interview with her and Oak, magnificent interview, by the way. They both had on red. And, um, Oh goodness, Red just commands so much attention. But in that interview, she was like, I had to stop. It's not her exact quotations, but this is what I picked up from the interview. She had to stop being a fangirl of Aretha and really learn the role of her, like fit into character, which really it wasn't hard for her to fit into character because I meant. That is, look, that is young. That's Aretha's daughter, okay? Let's just yeah. say that. Like, but I mean, in order to, um, you know, switch it from fangirl to like really doing it, <clears throat> I would probably say it comes to like, I don't want to disrespect you or anything like that. However, you're telling her story. Right. So it's like you're not disrespecting her and she chose you. So when it is the things that maybe aren't that pretty, you yeah. pretty much have her permission to take it there. You are the chosen one. Yeah. And I think that's important. <laughs> everybody ain't the chosen one. Wow. When you are the chosen by that individual, it just yeah. Well, let me ask you a question, just mm-hmm. off topic, but kind of still on topic. If they were going to make a biopic of you, who would you want to play you? Oh. That's extremely... Mm. You've never thought of this before? I never thought about it. I think about this all the time. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's actually good. And I love and respect that about you because literally your time is not forever here on Earth. So when you think about things like that, you think about your legacy and that being fulfilled. Um, but honestly, one person that reflects me a lot is my nephew. Oh, you want your nephew to play you? Well, not that, but I'm just saying, like, if my nephew grew into the steps of becoming me, like, literally, and I did not have any direction over his life, uh, direction, not control, but direction, and influence over his life, and he just naturally just picked up a lot of my ways, I would want him to play me, because as a child... He reminds me a lot of myself, of how I grew up. And literally, um, my brother and my mom always tells me that. And I'm like, wow, that ain't even my child. And he's reflecting upon me and my personality. Like, 
Wow. Does he uh, look like y'all? Because I know you and your brother look almost like twins. When Carter is with me, everybody swears up and down this my child. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, who? Like, you're like a child. I don't remember me having sex with nobody whoa, except whoa, for my child. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for me, I would want either my best friend Donovan to play me or the yes. dude from Everybody Hates Chris. I would want Felicia Rashad to be my mom. I would want Buster Rhymes to be my dad. And I would want Danielle Brooks from Orange Black. Um, I think her name was Tasty. I would want her to play my sister, Nicole. Yes. <laughs> I think about this all the time, bro. You gotta write this down. I'm telling you. You gotta put it in the box. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna put it in the safe. You gotta put it in the safe. I mean, I don't. We have this award winning podcast that's gonna be all over the world soon. So it'll get out there to who it needs to get to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of which, I, I'm so excited for us to see where our podcast goes. Yeah, in my mind, we're already award-winning. <laughs> we Hello. have so many followers. <laughs> so many listeners. So many. We have so fans. People chase me down at the local Walmart. <laughs> I can't even go to Popeye's anymore. I can't even sit in a drive-thru to order no fried chicken. Like... Without people being obsessed with me. Like... Who everyone wants my autograph? Okay, my autograph this five dollars a pop. Nope, I'm just happy to be here. Sure, I'll sign your ticket. <laughs> Give it here. You have a sharpie? I'll sign your forehead biscuit head. <laughs> For real. Oh my gosh. But I should say, recapping respect and Jennifer Hudson's role in respect. It was an amazing movie. If you have not seen it, please go out and see it. Please, I'm begging you because you have got to see how Jennifer Hudson blossomed into the role of Aretha Franklin and telling her story. And Sky. Oh my gosh, that is a magnificent young woman. She's told Aretha's story from a young age in the most incredible way possible. So shout out to these two beautiful queens. Um, Yes, I will say that this was a... I think we lost... Hello? I'm sorry. Somebody else just called. Jesus Christ. Told y'all I'm a celebrity. But I would say that this is an impeccable cast. Um, The acting was off the chain. The singing was off the rip. I highly recommend it. And like I said, I know this movie is about to get some awards. Yes. Hands down. Hands down. Well... I just want to say thank you to you, best friend, again, for another episode. 
we have definitely created such a magnificent platform. The Tea on Peach Street. A breathtaking experience out of Atlanta, Georgia. Literally. A place full of so many opportunities. Um, I feel like I'm doing a commercial. I'm really not, <laughs> but I'm just speaking from the heart. Um, however, I just want to say thank you so much for being a dynamic host. Um, oh, you too, man. And, yeah, just just continue being you. Um, just continue being the impeccable star that you are. Because... You let your orange flag away wherever, whenever, and you don't care. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's gonna give me. <laughs> it turned into a machete. Real... I mean, into a machine gun, real quick. Um, I guess I want to say to you, um, thank you for, you know, taking a chance on me and thinking about me when it came to this idea of this podcast. This came from a thought to a dream to a reality to now we're doing the episode 12. We're in this thing and uh, we got more to show or to say. Absolutely. And, and what we doing What's up? 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 You know, I was in New York and um, I was in New York last month and I heard the bankroll bounce and I'm like, what? The club in Harlem is getting out to the bank head bounce. And literally, it's just like bobbing in the club and I'm like, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? And I'm like, I'm so glad to be outside of Atlanta listening to Atlanta music. Like, it's so... Much like the T on P Street, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're yeah. everywhere. And if people are not sipping the tea now, they are eventually going to be sipping the tea and listening to us. It's always going to be popping hot and we never stop it. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Keep rocking. Mm, 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 All right, y'all. So mm, that mm, will mm, end mm, our mm, episode mm, number 12 mm, mm, yeah, about yeah. respect. Lawrence. <laughs> that will end <laughs> episode number 12. <laughs> covering respect, the movie of the life. The movie of the life celebrating Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Our saw peaches out. Peaches out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>